Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Oh, yeah. What up? What up? Alex, the 420 Fantasy Hustler, back at you. We got another episode of Hanging with the 420 Crew, and we got my man Brian in the house, host a roll with that pod. What up, homie? What's up, man? How's it going? Doing good. Doing good. Good. Excited podcast, man. Hell yeah, man. I'm getting ready to uh, take a fat rip out of this new Jerome Baker piece. I just got yesterday at the uh, the Champs Trade Show. And uh, let's see who's up in the chat. So Hess was up in here early, said he was rolling it up. Yeah, roll that shit, light that shit, smoke that shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Bogard in the building, keep it lit. Hell yeah. Bogard said he might join us for the end of the sesh. What up, Antonio? Emil in the house. What up, bro? Song in the house. Yeah, California well represented today. And AJ in the building. What up, homie? If you're still at work, <laughs> hopefully you're off soon and you can come smoke with us. We'll puff one for you if you're not. Yeah. All right. So, um, well, tell me about the podcast, dude. I mean, I've been following you for a little while on Twitter. We kind of interacted a little bit here and there, but I don't know the whole origin story of the pod. So, basically, our podcast is just... Me and a couple of, well, a couple of friends and a couple of family members, basically. And, you know, we all like to smoke weed. So we just come together once a week. We get on the podcast and we just talk about what's going on in the world. And I try throwing some shit about some weed up in there, basically. And it's just a stress reliever, basically, for all of us, what it is. There we go. So <laughs> get away from our families for a little bit, get together, smoke some weed and just have a good time. Are the conversations the type of conversations you would have anyways while you were smoking weed, but now they're just recorded? Yeah, definitely, man. That's the whole thing. Like, a lot of times we'll get in there for the session, we'll get to talking and shit. Like, man, we might as well be recording because it seems like most of the time when we're not recording is when we're laughing and shit even more, you know? Like, yeah, that's how I felt right when we, like, when we were talking right before we started, like, shit, 
we should already be recording. Let's just get to this. <laughs> right. Hell yeah. How long you been doing it for? So I've been doing it for three years, started off with the fantasy football stuff, but uh, I mean, COVID, that's really what pushed me into it. And uh, so I started just recording videos of me answering people's questions while I smoke weed. So like everybody just loved it. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're just having so, a big smoke session with everyone the whole time. Yeah. Everybody's happy, huh? Yep. And, uh, you know, I mean, weed's just something that connects like everybody together. I mean... Some of the some of my my the people in high school who I wasn't really friends with, you know, or maybe we weren't like super close in high school. If like after high school they smoked weed, it was like you know we became closer friends. You know, just like things where you can hang out. Like weed definitely like brings people together. And uh, I met so many cool people just through this podcast. Like um, just the four twenty crew is what I call our big crew of uh, of smokers and. Um, it's been pretty awesome. Got to meet some people in person like Hess. He's the reason why I got to go to this big conference yesterday because you like you literally can't even buy tickets to it. You can only get in if you're like involved in like some level of uh, business in the cannabis industry. But uh, of course, he's connected to everyone. So he gets me hooked up with uh, Cannabis Now, who is right. uh, probably one of the bigger um, cannabis media companies out there they have a dope uh magazine that ricky williams was in last uh, i think it was last month maybe last month or two they have it in the airports you can get a weed magazine <laughs> cannabis magazine in the airports now and um i was able to go check this huge oasis out it was pretty amazing dude that's fucking awesome like it's about time for advertisements and shit you know like we get all this liquor shit advertised all the time why can't we advertise yeah. You know, hell we yeah. I was actually talking because here in Nebraska, you know, it's not legal. Weed's not legal, which is bullshit. It should be, but you can purchase liquor all over the place. You know, yeah. and we were talking today, man. We we're like, that's just so fucking backwards, man. Could you yeah. imagine they smoke and didn't drink? Yeah, you'd have way less people dying on the freeway every yeah. single year. A lot. I mean, <laughs> a lot of time. I mean, you would just have a lot more people hanging out at home too. There would just be a lot less drama. Like, I couldn't even imagine, like, some of these military guys, you know, who are just all jacked on everything. And we're always hearing about these bullshit fights, you know, that they get into when they go out to the bars because they're all drunk as fuck. And I know a couple military guys who got into trouble doing that stupid shit. If they were just able to smoke and hang out, like, I mean, just be watching movies, talking stories, probably playing cards or something, maybe gambling amongst each other, you know, but definitely wouldn't be going out to bars and just getting into stupid ass fights for no reason retarded Make yeah Hell yeah that's and, what uh, i ask you a lot man you got a lot of these country ass dudes be up in here freaking fighting all the damn time because they're drunk and it's like stupid i don't know what it is i mean we can even go back to i mean i'm 36 i mean we can go back to when we're in early 20s i don't know what the fuck it is but when guys get drunk they like to wrestle and uh usually that that's like when they're in like the fluffy stage of like getting drunk is like when they want to wrestle. And then it's like, you go a little bit farther and like, man, that's when the fights really start happening. Yeah. And you don't want to do that here, man. There's some, these country boys are pretty strong around here. These <laughs> Got those corn fed white boys out there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and AJ said, we did fantasy football. The two things that the create the most unbreakable bonds. That's for sure. And are uh, you into fantasy football? I mean, obviously you're into sports. Got, oh, got Detroit it. lions in the back. 
Yeah, that's a um, matter of fact. That's why we go down there every year for uh, the first year. We just started last year, but we're doing it again this year to Vegas and for the first week of the football games because we all play fantasy football together and stuff. So Sweet. it's a good time to go down there, gamble, and yeah, watch, you know, see what happens the first week. Hell yeah. Well, we're definitely linking up when you get out to, uh, to Vegas. I want to show you some of this awesome weed that's out here. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm ready. Definitely. <laughs> down that shit was so expensive it was ridiculous so yeah yeah the dispensaries they get uh they get crazy especially um i mean i guess it all depends on what you want i mean i know a lot of people i'm not sure about you specifically but i know we start talking about going back to the midwest you know it's like everyone because they're getting lower grade they're buying a lot in bulk you know so no one's really like sixty dollars for an eighth like what the fuck you know like <laughs> i got my ounces for sixty dollars and i'm like well yeah but you know it's probably a little bit different in quality <laughs> right <laughs> everyone it, it's funny though because like every weed war every like i don't know if it's every country i mean i know there's a lot of i mean every uh state i know there's a lot of different cities like within these states but it's almost like every single state is a different type of weed world because the weed world in California is like way different from the weed world that I'm in in Vegas right now. Is it? So like, how is it different? So everything that I've been finding over here is, uh, I mean, it's either like tourists, you know, who are going into the dispensaries and like, they, I mean, everything's an experience for them. So they don't care, you know, about, um, about paying for anything, but then you get a lot of the locals who they're like, fuck that, you know, I'm not going into these dispensaries cause they're, I mean, they're priced for the tourists is what it seems, but it's all the tax and everything like fuck almost 20% tax, you know, like 10%, like, uh, some kind of tax and then 10% for a local tax or some shit. So it's crazy. And um, so what I'm, what I'm finding is like a lot of the locals, you know, I mean, they, just like I said before, they want quantity in like super, super cheap because they're just going to roll up like hella blunts with their friends. Yeah. Like $50 ounces, $40 ounces, you know, like stuff like that, that in California to me, like that's like bushweed. Like that's almost like the Reggie Bush stuff that comes from over the border, you know, might as well be like classified, you know, with that. So that, that's, what's crazy. That's the culture shock for me. I'm going from people who smoke like the best weed in the country, probably more often than not. And who have weed budgeted in there, like a big budget for weed in their <laughs> in their monthly budget of bills because like there's just no going around it. Yeah. No, I hear that. And then I notice like in Colorado, like when I do go down there, I go to dispensaries or whatnot, you know, for while I'm down there. I notice like if to get like the ounces for like the hundred bucks or the seventy-two out the door, right? You know, like it's usually little tiny ass bugs. You know, it's not the nice nice buds big ass buds you know all sparkly and but yeah so it's like yeah you can get it a little there but it's not gonna be as pretty yeah we were we were talking off air the so the only time i went to colorado it's probably not a good like basis for comparison to how it could be like right now but 2014 i went it was uh like the first two weeks of when they initially uh, legalized recreational marijuana. And uh, we went out there for the Chargers um, playoff game. It was the last time they made the playoffs as the San Diego Chargers. They're going up against Peyton Manning. So it's just like an epic like oh. battle. And uh, But the weed was trash. And maybe it was because all the good weed was there in the first couple days. It all got bought up. And everyone's coming from around the country to go check that out. Like, it was wild. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, and when it first starts off, I think these states have a hard time when it first starts off, like, you know, it's like a learning process for them too. And for sure. maybe that 
because it's definitely a lot better now down there. Definitely oh, a lot better. Oh, yeah. And I mean, it could only be better years. than what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been years since then, too, you know, since you've been down there or whatever. But, yep. Yeah. yeah about eight years. So I would assume that it's got better, that there's more quantity of good stuff rolling around. Um, yeah. And like way said, more dispensaries. Yeah. Well, and then plus, when it was legal back then, like Colorado was basically the first one to legalize, wasn't it? Yeah. For recreational. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Like everybody and their mom was down there probably trying to smoke at the same time, you know, trying to but get that. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes yeah. Cause everyone, so. cause everyone that, I mean, we were just, I mean, we were tourists and like, we were rocking like charger stuff. So a lot of people were just asking, you know, Oh, you guys from San Diego. And like, we we're one of the people who were like, yeah. And they're like sick. <laughs> like uh, there was a whole bunch of like Bronco fans that wanted to talk shit to us. But then when they found out we we're really from San Diego, they're like, we respect that. That's some dedication. <laughs> <laughs> but if we were charger fans from Denver, they were going to let us fucking hear it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Hell yeah. Yeah, definitely. Luckily, as long I really don't catch shit, man. Everybody feels sorry for me when I go to their stadium. So they <laughs> get shit talked to me too much. I know. They might buy you a beer, right? It's because I, man, you're used to, you're repping it, huh? <laughs> yeah. It takes some loyalty to be that. But yeah. But for this sure. year, MCDC is going to turn some shit around, man. Yeah. I mean, Lions, I mean, for the. I, I don't know if it's the first time ever. It's not like I follow the Lions. I've had like a couple random friends who have been Lions fans over the years. But it seems like there's more, let's say, optimism this year than there is like in a lot of other years before. Yeah, since Barry Sanders, this is the most I've had for sure right I now. I believe it. No I doubt. It. Even with Calvin Johnson and stuff, like it was nice. And like, you know, like it felt like we were going to do things, especially when we had Sue there, you know, on that defense and stuff. Oh, at yeah. the, but I don't know, man. It just feels different. It feels like – uh mcdc man he's in there taking charge and he got some guys wanting to play you know like they're gonna do whatever they can for that guy so we'll see yeah. what happens and, and we got some talent in there now too so yeah buying into the process i mean that's probably one of the biggest things oh it is no doubt no doubt and uh but we got some weapons man we got a hell of an offensive line we got three uh probably three players that could be in the pro bowl off of that line okay we got swift uh let's see what do we got on the outside well jameson williams coming in now as the rookie but yep. then we signed a shark and then amon st brown he tore it up last year as a rookie so i yep. mean that's that's right there and the sharky if he's back to his old form you know and in football there's always a lot of what ifs if this happens or that happens but i mean we got everything in place for what we need really so we'll see what happens yeah and uh, Green Bay is probably the weakest that it's been in a while. I mean, Minnesota is kind of whatever. And uh, who's the other team? And the Bears, they're definitely – that going into the, the pre, uh, preseason, I mean, Lions definitely aren't looking the worst in that division. It's probably got to be the Bears that are, like, going to be projected to be last. Yeah, and if you were ever to bet money on the Lions, like, it's probably this year. You know, because – Yeah, and they're over-under on whatever amount of games or – well, you got the Packers kind of weakened. You got the Bears not looking great at all. And you got the Vikings or what ifs, you know? So, I mean, like, if you were to take that risk, I think right now would be the time to take it. But, yeah. Uh, see what happens. And big, and big BS, he said, uh, who's going to be the wide receiver one for Detroit? Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be DJ Shark. I think it will. I think he's going to mm -hmm. come in. But and I, that's what I hope anyway. So, yeah, and I wonder, I mean, there's a lot of hype in the fantasy world about Amon Ross St. Brown. 
And I mean, well-deserved. I mean, he won, he won me a championship last year, you know, have him on at the right time. I had, and a whole bunch of other people, he won championships as well. Um, what do you think? You, you think that DJ Chark is going to be the number one volume guy over him? Well, I seen what he could do before when he was in Jacksonville, before he got hurt and just everything that you've seen from him, like through training camp and everything you've heard, like he's working his ass off for sure. And like, he, he loves it there. Like, that's the thing, man. These players want to be there. Like when have they wanted to be in Detroit, you know, really like loved it there. Matthew Stafford's probably the only one who really wanted to be there. Yeah. So happy for that dude too, man. 100% happy for that dude. Glad he got that chip. I wish it would have been in Detroit, but. <laughs> yep. And uh, I think golf can support, like um, he could definitely support like two wide receiver twos and uh, maybe even a couple, maybe even one high end uh, or low end wide receiver one, like a top 12, like kind of guy. So, yeah. yeah I'm, oh, I'm sorry. He showed in with the Rams what he could do, you know, and it, he had McVay who was a go-to, of course, but I mean, when, if you got an offensive line for Goff, you can be okay. Like his accuracy goes way more up, obviously with any quarterback, probably when the line's better, but like he can, if he has time to sit in there, he can throw the darts, you know? Nice. Oh, and as a tight end too, like, I mean, we're loaded with weapons and an offensive line. So everybody stays healthy. I'm so off the Hawkinson train. Like, it's funny. Like, I mean, man, he always, always seemed to disappoint. So, I mean, he was just someone who, um, everyone's like hyping him up so much that I almost have to like bring people down to reality and just so like it can level out somewhere. Right. Cause I think he's good, but it's, he's being drafted as like a top five, top six guy, top six guy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Dude. I want to try that, that my purple Hindu Kush, the Larry OG purple unicorn. Yeah. Sounds fire. You try. Man, let me see. Just transplanted my seedlings and uh, popped some potty mouth from Humboldt seeds. I like it. GMO crossed Skywalker OG and uh, Green Bodie crossed uh, Biscotti. Nice. Yeah, Hess is in New York and uh, he's uh, he's got his green thumb going and uh, it's nice. He's always got some nice stuff. That's awesome. <laughs> and nice is probably underselling it. I mean, it's a straight like kill bill, you know, but uh super, super fire. <laughs> Whenever I purple, man, it catches my eye. I love all the perps. I love the taste. Definitely my favorites. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And AJ said, one thing I always said to you is you got to treat your lungs right. Even if that means paying up. Yeah, because I, I, I've never really smoked low quality weed for a really long period of time, but I can't imagine that that's like really fun. I mean, I, I I probably equate it to like people who are drinking like the super super low quality like beer or vodka, you know, where like at that point you're kind of just doing it just to do it, you know, like it doesn't seem too much fun at that point. No, it tastes like shit. <laughs> yeah. It's got to coat it so much in your throat that like you can't even taste shit anymore. <laughs> yeah. And Mike said, Cali has the best uh, quality for the best price, highest quality bud, $40 an eighth. Yeah, most strains are $25.30. Yeah, and I mean, it all depends on where you're getting it from. And I mean, a lot of these dispensaries, they're out there competing. You know, there's so many like on the same block that certain guys, they're going to, they're going to, like you said, $25, $30. Bucks. I mean, maybe even $40 bucks for like the top, top. I mean, then you go to places in like 
Venice Beach, for example, you know, where they have a bunch of tourists, you know, who are always coming there from out. And then you'll see those 60, $70 ace, you know, like some crazy, crazy exotic shit, you know, that you really can't see anywhere else. Yeah, that's some bullshit. <laughs> it's so good, though, like, because there's some of this stuff that, uh, I mean, you just, they just don't get so much of. And you're really like, I mean, it's like, uh, what's his name? Seth Rogen and Pineapple Express, you know, like you're getting this exclusive like preview, you know, like there is a couple dispensaries, I'm sure that get exclusive previews. Maybe they only get like, you know, one pound each of like something super, super exotic, you know, and um, that's all they got. You know, oh, I told, Yeah, I totally understand that. Like I seen uh, this picture of this perp or this blueberry one time, man, and that shit was just completely blue. Not for that shit, man. Just it's crazy. And like all the high time shit, like, I mean, that was always what, uh, <laughs> always just striving to find this high time shit because it was always looking super crazy. Yeah. But and AJ said, even the year that the refs rigged the playoff game against the Cowboys, man, nothing's ever been rigged against the Cowboys. Oh, if he's talking about the Lions, man, they fucked us hard. Is that what he's talking about? Oh, I don't know. Oh man, we went. Yeah, we had to play. <clears throat> it was we were talking about when Stafford, Calvin, and Sue and mm-hmm. all them together. Yeah, you don't remember when we went to the Cowboys and played the playoff game? Okay, what year was that? Was that like 2011, 2012? Should have been back then. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of the exact year, but it's been around that time. But yeah, man, we had a good ass record. We played Green Bay to see who got the home game for the playoff, the very last game, and they beat us in Lambeau. So we had to go to the Cowboys and play. We went and played them. We were up. We were winning. Uh, Stafford threw a pass to Pettigrew, and the fucking Cowboys dude tackled him before the ball got there. The ball hit the fucking defender in the back. They threw the pass interference, went and had their little huddle, then came back, picked up the flag, and then they fucked us. But we would have kicked the field goal right there. We would have won the game. But I there remember now. Worst fucking calls through that game, too. It was horrible. And I thought you were saying that the that the Cowboys got screwed. So now now I understand. Yeah, what you mean, AJ. And uh, yeah, I said 2014. And Chase said 2015. Well, the 2015 like playoffs. It was from the 2014 regular season. And yeah, and AJ is a Cowboys fan. He said, like I said, I'm a non-biased Cowboys fan. It was like 21 to seven at the halftime. Lines were up. Damn. Yeah. And then to be honest, we got fucked against the Saints in a playoff game too. That one where uh, we made a breeze fumble, we picked up, ran it in for a touchdown. We would have went up twenty-one to seven, but then they called it back for some reason. It was some bullshit, and then we got no points. But then they ended up beating us. But they really fucked us over in that game too. It's weird, man. I'm not people that's just all oh, the refs do this or that all the time, but the Lions really get some shitty calls. Yeah, and, and I mean, especially in like the playoff games, you know, I mean, those are the ones that are magnified the most because everyone remembers them, everyone sees them, and uh, yeah, some bullshit. And uh, what up, Titans? What's going on, bro? And Big BS said, uh, in the same plaza, there's three dispensaries, good herb for cheap, but it's in the hood. Oh, yeah, I believe it. I know in, uh, he's, he's talking about like an L.A. area, like L.A. County, and yeah, <laughs> little strip malls, and yeah, three, four dispensaries all in the same one, and all fire. Yeah, in LA that is. I mean shit even here in uh, I've seen some here in Vegas as well. Um I mean in Vegas, I mean they're fuck like some of these ones are just fucking like warehouses, but like they'll literally be like a huge ass warehouse and then like another huge ass warehouse. And then like across the street like another huge ass warehouse. <laughs> they're just fucking huge. It's crazy. 
just smelling good everywhere then huh oh yeah for sure and uh and bogart said not even the strongest weed in the world uh can get me high enough to believe in detroit was uh, a non -pa a non uh passing interference yeah <laughs> and he said the referee uh picked up the clack uh, the picked up the flag so quick after that <laughs> yeah it was quick fucking cowboys and that was like what like one of like i mean one like i don't even know how many playoff wins they have like since they actually like won those uh those titles it's only like between one and three somewhere and i know that was one of them yeah well, well and the up part about it was my wife is a cowboys fan and so is my brother so you know oh, that makes it worse i ain't trying to hear <laughs> yeah <laughs> refs cheating and then you got to hear the bullshit from your family right after that it's always the worst yeah 100. Uh, they're not going to admit that the refs were cheating at least not on the spot maybe like aj you know fucking eight years later you know then they'll admit it <laughs> <laughs> oh man aj said that was the same year that des caught it yeah. ah, it's the fucking karma. next week that's the very next week yeah that's some karma for your ass, AJ. Shouldn't have even been in that game, man. I'm glad I know that now, That's or I mean, at least now that it got pointed out the timeline. And he did catch that shit too. That it's shit so close. It's so close. It's almost like that. Uh, what's his name? Um, Daniel Sorensen. Remember the tackle against? Uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was Peoples Jones or whoever it was, but it was like the crowning. Everyone thought that he was like crowning and leading with the helmet and all that. And it was uh, he made the dude fumble, and then it went like out of the end zone, so it ended up being like a touchback instead of uh, like a penalty or whatever that kept them at the one yard line. Nope. Yeah, I said it was a good hit, but uh, everybody uh, <laughs> will uh, tell me that I'm wrong forever about that. That's funny. So and sorry. Raiders fan or Chargers fan? No, I used to be a Chargers fan until they moved to LA. But once they did, I just declared my free agency. And um, it's more fun because now people like want me to be fans of like their team, you know? So it's yeah. just uh, like yesterday at the uh, at that trade show that I was at, uh, I was talking to some dude and he was like, oh, you live here in Vegas? He's like, you're, you're a Raider fan? I was like, no, nah, I used to be a Chargers fan. But uh, when they moved to LA, uh, now I'm a free agent. And he was like, oh, okay. You're, so you're like a diehard then. And he was like, all right, do this for me and I'm going to hook you up. He was like, pull out your phone and go to Instagram. Go follow the Philadelphia Eagles. He was like, all right, now you're an Eagles fan. And now I'll give you a bunch of these edibles. <laughs> so funny. My buddy, pretty Eagles fan. He'll actually be going with me to Vegas too. He's in our fantasy football league. But nice. Yeah, we actually played the Eagles week one too. So Ooh, that's gonna be some big shit talking then. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. And Steven Joe said, is Swift the next JT this year? That's big. Man, with that offensive line, man, and he's pretty talented. It could happen. It's all about staying healthy, man. If everybody stays healthy, something good could happen. And that's kind of been my beef with, uh, with well, and not necessarily just Swift. It's a lot of the Lions running backs in general. I mean, literally just since Barry Sanders, a lot of the running backs just can't stay healthy. I don't know what the fuck it is. And I've been burned by, like, so many of them, like, from Javid Best all the way to Carryon Johnson. And, like, I just avoided Swift because of how much of the hype. And he's gotten hurt in both of his two years. That shit scares me. 
Yeah, I mean, it's you honestly get to wondering if there was a real curse or some shit, man. Because, yeah, just always seems to be something happens. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying there. Um, I think the last running back after Barry that really did good, good things was fucking Reggie Bush. Yeah, he killed it for, was it like one or two years? Yeah. Yeah, and then he faded out too, kind of got hurt. and yeah. But he had over a 1,000 yards one year, so one year he gave us a really good year. And matter of fact, that might have been the year against the Cowboys we got fucked, actually. Mm. But Yeah, because, uh, I mean, good run game definitely leads to uh, getting to the playoffs, that's for sure. So and how you like Say what'd you say? How you liking that new bomb? Oh, dude, fuck it. It's like a champ. Um, I mean, got it from I mean Jerome Baker himself, and uh, it was awesome because I mean stuff like this. I mean, it, it's dope, American-made glass, and it's thick like as fucking. I mean, you see all the colors and you know everything, and I mean this is probably like a hundred and fifty, maybe two hundred dollar piece you know, in their store. And I got it from them for 80 bucks. Cause they're like, kind of like closing up shop. And I got introduced to them last time, uh, from uh, Hess. We went to the hall of flowers, um, almost a year ago now at the, uh, the end of last season and, uh, got to meet him. And he was like stoked that I like love the bongs. Cause I've been smoking out of these, like, I don't know, <laughs> since I was like 17, 18. Oh, nice. That's cool. Shit. Yeah, so I've never actually owned one because um, for the longest time they were like really impossible to get. Like, I mean, they they were more of like an underground, you know, company like in the beginning because weed wasn't like what it is now. So go back to like the 90s and early 2000s. It was like these crazy ass pieces, but they were like hundreds and hundreds of dollars, you know, nothing that was in my budget. And uh, now they're doing big. I mean, they've always been doing big things, but now it's dope seeing them at the trade shows. They got like an actual shop here, you know, in Vegas. And uh, it, it's oh, dude. sweet, man. Yeah, you got it good. Yeah, I mean, um, there was not too many places that I would have wanted to move from San Diego, but Vegas seemed like a cool place. Like we just moved this past year and it's been fun so far. Yeah, Vegas is cool, man. I love Vegas. So you're more of a bong dude then? Yeah, I mean, uh, if I'm, you know, in the in the setting, I mean, if I'm out, if I'm out with someone or a bunch of people, you know, maybe we'll roll up some joints or something. But yeah, I mean, I, I just smoke the primo, so like, yeah, the bongs, like they just do the justice for me. Oh, they do, man. They get you right. What What about you? I saw you were smoking. Uh, was that a joint or a blunt? Couldn't really tell. Uh, yeah, I, I like blunts more than anything. I try not smoke them too much, you know, health wise. But so I usually just smoke out of a pipe, but. Yeah, I do. My favorite thing is a blunt by yeah. far. I just, I'll just sit back with it, you know, for sure. And has said you need a bunch of edibles if you're an Eagles fan. Yeah, ain't it the truth? <laughs> 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 and uh, and Steven said uh, Tatum Bell was the last decent running back that I can think of coming out of Detroit. And what year was that? I mean, I remember the name, but like what years was he around? Shit, he didn't even make it, did he? Didn't he freaking get hurt before even half the season was over that first year, if I remember right? Or yeah. I can't remember. I'd have to look back on that. That I mean, that literally just, like, leads to the curse theory that we're talking about. <laughs> oh, see. yeah. It's always something. Well, think about when we had, uh, who was it, Charles Rogers, Mike Williams, and Roy Williams. Yeah. They were all special. You remember that? And Yeah, that was crazy because they took Roy Williams – 
wasn't it like number two overall or some shit like that? I remember they might have been top 10 or 11, but I remember it's super, super high that they took him and they got a lot of shit for it. And then he didn't do good yeah. until he went to Dallas. It was Matt Millen. He, yeah, he took a lot of shit over that pick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, stuck. And then Charles Rogers, he ended up getting hurt and then getting into a bunch of troubles. And then Roy Williams, he's the only one that panned out. Yeah. Yeah. And so Tatum Bell, he was with the Broncos from 2004 to 2006. With Detroit in 2007, then Denver in 08, and then <laughs> the Florida Tuskers in 2009. So he fell off really quick. Crazy. He came out of Oklahoma State, didn't he? Yeah. I remember. He was good. That dude has. Yeah. But yeah, I remember he got hurt with the Lions that one year and then was done, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, in four years, um, the school's uh, fourth all-time rushing leader, forty almost 4,300 rushing yards in uh, in college. Wow. Yeah, so you're shitting on a lot of people in college, but didn't really translate to the uh, to the NFL that well. Yeah, that's like that receiver Oklahoma State had, that Blackman. Is that who mm -hmm. that was? You remember yep. him? Yep. Supposed to be special and didn't do shit. All right. We got... Uh, we got another co-host in the building, Bogart Scott Free, making it in for the sesh. Can you dig it, sucker, sucker? Oh. Now, can you dig that, sucker? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Bro, I'll have you know, I am a diehard Florida Tusker fan. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't even know what league that is. Bro, come on. The Florida Tuskers, bro. Come on. <laughs> what if that's the only American team in the, in the CFL? Well, it's shit, bro. They're representing the whole country like like, like the Raptors do, you know what I mean? Or the Blue yeah. Jays. Yeah. <laughs> How are you just going to represent a whole country? You know what I mean? It's kind of not fair. And uh, Hess shouting out the championship ring like, oh, yeah, it, ma it makes the joint smoke and look a little nicer. You know what I mean? I mean, can you dig up? that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Shout out to Hess, man. You know what I'm saying? But uh, speaking of weed heads, right? Um. We haven't had a good weed movie come out in a while, huh? Not really. Right? Because, like, I, I mean... I mean, I, I didn't see... There was one that came out. It was, like, Lil Duval and, like, Snoop. I mean, of course, Snoop was in it, right? And, like, Mike... It was, like, Mike Epps and Lil Duval were, like, the main... I, I haven't seen it, but I know... But it was from the maker. It was from, uh... From Boo? Is that his name? The dude that made, uh... Friday? Um... Who, no. Cube? No, so there's Ice Cube, but the guy who wrote it. Oh, uh, uh, Pooh, Poo, right? Poo. DJ Pooh. There you go. DJ Pooh. There you yeah. go. I said Pooh. <laughs> I was in the ballpark. You know, I did say no, I was a weed. This last one you're talking about? What's up? You said DJ or that DJ Pooh made this last one too? Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's like Lil Duval, Mike Epps. I don't know the premise of it, but I do know that like when they were shooting the movie, Lil Duval was never really a weed smoker. And like this, so they had like, you know, they had like this, so they, they brought up the, the whole things of, of the fake weed, you know, all these fake joints and stuff. And Snoop was like, man, we don't need all that. You know what I mean? So he's passing Lil Duval like real joints and real blunts. And you know what I mean? 
Getting and, fucked and then up. after that movie, he was just a full-blown weed head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that crazy? Because yeah, like, you would assume he smokes weed, right? I mean, he's a comedian, you know what I mean? But it never was his bag, and now it's like he can't get enough of it. It's so funny. Matthew McConaughey has got a story where uh, he was doing a movie with Snoop Dogg. I don't remember what movie. And uh, and Snoop Dogg, you know, has the real joints, you know, mm-hmm. not not the fake ones, uh, that oregano or whatever they, they say yep. for the fake joints. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> McConaughey got all fucked up. And uh, that, that, <laughs> of course, okay. Snoop is like, man, what the fuck is props? We don't need that. And that was like that. And that was like that. Like, if I was a stunt, if I was like not a stunt man, but I was doing a fighting scene. I mean, I know, you know, just really hit me in the face. Come on. You know what I mean? Let's really, let's really get it good for the camera. You know, really smoke the weed. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. And Chase <laughs> said how Hyde 2 was awful. I never saw it. <laughs> Took me a long time to even see the first how high. For no, real? I, I love the first one. I mean, I love it. I love it now. But in <laughs> that the shit on your lip got some shit on his lip. <laughs> 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 That's why you don't let me smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, it was fucked up though. He like grew the dreads out. Remember the homie in the beginning? Yeah. He grew the dreads out. He got hit. Like, he died like the worst way possible. Yeah, falls out the window, gets ran over. He was still alive. He's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> that gets hit by the bus. <laughs> I don't care if I get hit by a bus. I got you, dog. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just willed it into existence. But yeah, how how high is funny? That I mean, it, it's got its moments for sure. And uh, Hess said, "I'm straight tripping looking at your new uh, at your new lid, Hess. Yeah, the grassroots. Yeah, these shits are crazy. And like, uh, yeah, if I put it on backwards, you'd be looking at it more tripping. Yeah, that is a trippy ass hat. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. The grass the grassroots man. It's uh, I love it. It's cool because it's like that. Um, that's kind of a reminder for me from the universe because like me and like a lot of my brothers that I grew up with, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, you know, as you get older, you kind of filter motherfuckers out and the ones that remain are the ones that kind of matter, you know, not kind of matter. Those are the ones that matter. And like, you know, that's the saying we always have, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We grassroots. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because those are the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, everybody says day one and shit. It's the same thing, but bro, you know what I mean? Like, like, um, like it's like brothers from brothers from another mother. Right. You know what I'm saying? We all grew from the same, from the same roots. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. They're fake. Yeah, it was dope. Uh um, I mean these hats, so they're in like the fifty to sixty dollar range. But uh I, I just I, I told them how I was a fan, showed them the YouTube stuff, and then I got that friends and family discount. It was like uh so taking them down from like fifty-five to thirty-five. Nice. Yeah, that was real nice. Mm-hmm. Cause I was gonna buy a, a couple of them for sure, but I was able to get uh so I got Three for me, and then I got one for Vanessa also. Nice. Yeah, this crazy-ass one with the butterfly and some big-ass eyes on it and shit, and real trippy scene. I like that shit. I like yeah, where I... it's a, a, a good hat. It says a lot, you know what I mean? Hell yeah. You feel me? Yeah, here goes another one that I got here. Real, real crazy patterns all over. Nice. Like these nice. ones, I could just do shrooms and look at the hats for a while. <laughs> right. And then I uh, got this Master Kush one right here. It's when I'm on that. shrooms and I'm okay. wearing a hat, I feel safe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like no one can see me while I'm shrooming. Because the hat. <laughs> I remember the uh, the first time um, I did shrooms. It was with, uh, it was one of my homies. I mean, I was 18. They were like in their early 20s. And, uh, 
his uh his roommate had this like leather like bomber jacket like um you know like a like a terminator 2 style like, like, yep. like bomber jacket and every time he would put it on uh i would just always be like all right terminator's ready to go to work now and that was just like the running joke that we had and i remember um like we were on shrooms we want to go outside but we're like too scared to go outside like we go outside and i saw some trippy shit and uh, we went back inside and we're like, come on, man, we need like a security guard out there. And I just remember like him putting on the jacket and in my head, hearing the bad to the bone. Yeah. And I know my friend heard it too. Cause we both look at each other and start dying laughing for like 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, bro, you might've been, when I'm on, when I'm on the shrooms, I feel like I'm in tune with the topography. You know what I mean? Like if I want Say I want to smoke a joint, but you was already smoking it. I might feel like, oh, I'm already high too. You know what I mean? <laughs> he might have heard the same shit as you heard if he was tuned into the same topography. I don't know if that's a real word, but we're like going to, with it. You like to dabble in the shrooms at all, Brian? Oh, what's up? You like to dabble in the shrooms at all? Man, being in Nebraska, we I don't never come across them at all. Um, when I was out of high school, I did them one time. And I absolutely loved them. I thought it was fucking fun as fuck, man. Right? Hey. Friends, man, all we did was fucking laugh. And it's funny shit because we were over at my brother's house and we were all on them, right? And fucking so we're all tripping. And then our homie came through and he comes in. We didn't know he was on them, you know, vice versa. Well, he comes in, fucking, we're all just laughing and shit. And then also mm-hmm. he like starts thinking he's in the fit and shit, man. It was a fucking trip. It was a good fucking time. Damn. I remember the first time I shroomed. It was a big communal thing. There's probably like 12 of us. It's all the homies. We're all, we're all ranging from like, you know, 16, 17, right? And like one of the homies had a car, but, you know, we're about to walk around because, you know what I'm saying, we're in no condition to, you know, to power any vehicles. You know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, I remember, you know, we're, we're, we used to kick it at this elementary school and smoke hella weed and drink. It's kind of crazy, but that's just what we did, right? You know, when you're when you're when you're that age, it's kind of a weird age because you can't really kick it in the open. You know, yeah. what I mean? so it's like you had to like tuck off in the cut somewhere. And we used to always kick it in, in the in the neighborhood. Had this this the school is called Holly Up, and it was like it's a, it, right in the smack dab in the middle of the neighborhood. So it's houses all around it, and like the field and like the playgrounds was like you know it, it wasn't visible from the front of the school. So you know, many a times, even during the day, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's a summer day. And you know it's probably like noonish. I remember it was like the middle of the day, and and I'm shrooming, and we're all. And what's crazy is like I'm terrified because you know what I'm saying everything's going like this. You know what I mean? Like like I remember like I was walking and the ground is going like this, right? So I'm like walking like this. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Taking big ass steps because I'm just going with the motion of the thing. You know what I mean? And then I, my homies, I'm seeing he, uh, he's kind of lightweight doing it. And then there's like, you know, and we're, we're kind of on a busy street and there's people honking. And then they re- occurs to me how crazy we probably look, you know what I mean? <laughs> Walking down the street. And then, you know, and the re- we're on a mission too, mind you. We're on the way to the, we're on the way to the Escuela, but we're, but we're also got to hit the little liquor store. And for me, the, part of the group, you know, they veer off, go straight to the school. I got to go on the mission to cop the blunt because 
This is the neighborhood liquor store that I grew up playing video games at since I was like a wee tyke. So these motherfuckers, and that's what's funny about the, the liquor store owners, they look out for you since you're a little kid, right? Because ba they basically saw you grow up. But the moment that you start wanting to buy cigarettes, they're like, hell yeah, you know what I mean? Here you go, kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> Corrupt the kid, right? So I had to go because I'm the one who can get the blunt, no problem, you know what I mean? And like, so like we got across the street and it's a busy ass street. And it's one of those, you know, you run across the street, then there's a middle divide that's like a concrete, made of concrete. So you kind of stand on it and wait for the other side. Cause it's like four lanes on each side, you know, it's, a, it's, it's an expressway. And yo, that shit was hella difficult, bro. Cause the cars are just vroom, 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 vroom. And I'm like, and you know what I mean? And everybody says, you know, they're kind of, there's, there's no one like, all right, together, you know, on three, no one's doing that. So I just see one of the homies just pew, he, he, he sees his opening, he takes off. The other homie, he thinks either he monkey see monkey dudes, right? He takes off, you see all his cars honking. Burr, 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 he, did, he don't have the same opening as the homie, you know what I mean? So I'm just waiting, and while the cars are stopping honking at the other homie, I'm just like, all right, this is my task to make my break, you know what I mean? Dude. So he kind of helps me out, because I was going to be stuck across the street. I was like, nah, we're not. And then, yeah. like, hey, yesterday the time, there was someone. Street, I'm in the liquor store, bro. And like, and you know, what I'm saying, I'm, you know, I'm doing, I'm making the rounds. You know what I mean? I'm getting some airheads and and, and some, some, uh, 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 what was, what else? Was what I used to fuck with back then. Whatever little candies I used to fuck with. But I'm in the aisle, and you know how it has all the little, um, the little box containers, right? And these motherfuckers are coming at me like cash registers. I'm like, oh, oh, shit. You know what I mean? And the liquor store owner. Like I said, this this motherfucker has seen me all my life. You know what I'm saying? And and, and it, it, it's a husband and a wife. And then the wife says, honey, you okay? Because <laughs> I'm in the aisle, like, geeking. I'm, like, surfing. There's clearly no clearly no ocean, right? But I'm surfing, like, like yeah. And then, and then, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's, like, collectively, we're, like, yeah, let's use the crosswalk. You know what I mean? <laughs> On the way back. You know what I'm saying? And, bro, yeah. like, it was crazy because, like, it got to a point. Where it was really dark for me, like I was, I was, I was geeking out. And Tell me that the crosswalk was only like fifty or hundred feet away from where you guys are running in the street. I mean, shit, it might as well have been like three feet away because either way, it was difficult to get <laughs> from point A to point B because it's just like it's sensory overload with so much going. It was just, it, it was insane. Like, and like I remember, um, my man, he just kept laughing. The house has got a gangster lean. I look at the trees. The trees got a gangster lean. I look at the stoplight. Stoplight got a gangster lean. So I guess in his vision, everything is leaning apparently. Right? But he's just off in his own world. And, like, and he kind of kept the hype for me. Because I would just like be tripping in my own world, but I'm laughing at him. And then he's wandering off and he finds a ball, bro. You know, one of the red rubber balls. Okay. Like, like, like to play backboard and shit. And this shit was like, when he picked it up, it was just like, oh, like glowing, bro. Like red and had yellow writing and like it was just like it was just fucking radiating like you know and and we must have spent hours playing backboard just laughing <laughs> and that was like it was so awesome like I, that that ball probably saved my life because i was going into a dark place and then it was just like because you know well for me personally and the group of us we all grew up playing like handball and shit. Like that was like the thing in the East Side where, where I grew up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So this was like taking us back to like children. So it's like, imagine we're like these happy-go-lucky children playing, you know, a, a backboard, but you know, we're on shrooms. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's fucking awesome. <laughs>
And I like Hess's idea. He said you should all do a Friday on uh, on Silver Screen Breakdown. Hell yeah, that would be fun. So the next movie that we're going to do is Paid in Full. Um, I, I, we're not going to be able to do it live. I already tried some of the clips, and it's just not going to work. So it'll be one that uh, it might be a little bit better on the podcast than it is uh, on YouTube, but we're going to get that recorded uh, sometime tomorrow. And uh, so... There's this place in Vegas. It's called Area 15. Not Area 51, Area 15. And uh, Meow Wolf is uh, is one of the one of the exhibits. And I know that they got this like somewhere else in other places around the country. But it's pretty much like this big like escape room and it starts off as a grocery store, but there's all these like hidden pathways and shit of how to get out of the store into the big like oasis that it is. And like this shit would be pretty amazing to do on stream. I'm just like waiting for the. I don't know, bro. I don't think I'd ever come out, bro. <laughs> you might not be able to find your way out, man. There's, a, it's pretty crazy. Like, I don't like, I don't like things that they make you sign up for too. Do I have to sign up like, you know, like a waiver? <laughs> no, <laughs> because listen, they're gonna take me away, bro. I just, I've already I mean, done, I've already done it not on shrooms, but um, after going and doing it, it'd be amazing to do on shrooms. So we're gonna take the kid. So my 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 nine year old, gigantic uh, Stranger Things fan, and they got this joint out here in San Francisco. It's a Stranger Things museum, so it's like a walkthrough. It's an entire building where, like, when you walk in, for those of y'all that know Stranger Things, like they have like a laboratory, and then you know you have like the you know the, the ice cream shop, and you have these different settings that they frequent. You know what I mean? So you basically oh. walk through the whole shit. And then they have a bunch of overpriced fucking paraphernalia that I'm about to that I'm about to get strong armed into buying for the kids, right? But I'm definitely going on mushrooms because like we because every every other year they have some shit out here at the same location. I'm assuming, but they, they do the ice cream museum, so they take you through like the history of ice cream. But it's also just a bunch of trippy ass rooms, like you know, what I'm saying we're like, and I was on shrooms that last time we went to that. So you know, I was like, listen, it, it's a must. You know what I mean? And like you know, I'd imagine now in, in COVID. They're going to give everybody space. You know what I mean? Because I'm about to be tripping and people's going to want to give me space. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Well, we've been rocking for almost an hour. I think it's a good time. We'll just wrap this up. We got uh, so no other shows coming until Monday. And um, yeah, since we're done with the best ball tournament, uh, we got a lot of ranking shows that are going to be coming up. We got a lot of good things. In the I have a question for Brian real quick. What's this, up? This, this could be just a yes or no question if he wants, unless he wants to elaborate. But now, like, there, okay, there, there's a lot of New England fans that when Brady left, they 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 love Brady. That's their that's their claim to fame now. When Stafford got when Stafford got traded, do you do, is there a party that roots for Stafford still? Uh, um. So last year, one hundred percent. I just wanted one hundred percent. But now that he got the ring. Like, of course, I want to see him keep doing good. But, no, it's it's always Detroit first and then Stafford second. But, no, I'm just happy as shit that he got a ring because that dude gave everything for Detroit. Yeah. 100%, man. So, I mean, him getting that ring, man, was like Detroit in a ring in a way. Obviously, it wasn't. But, man, I was so happy. That's what's yeah. up. I was happy for him, too. But, but, but yeah. fuck him. You know what I mean? yeah. No, but this, but this is what I want to happen right here, right? Go play a couple years with the Rams. We're building shit in Detroit. 
come back for one more year in Detroit, get that ring, retire. It's big dreams. I like it. it I'm, still, I'm still sour that we, the Niners were trying to get him and then Sean McMahon swooped his ass. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I'm sour as a motherfucker. Trey Lance, you better be a thing, bro. That's what I was going to say, man. Where'd they go? They're going to Trey for sure, ain't they now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on record. I'm on record for beating that drum like a dead horse, even. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, what I mean? I'm probably going to live and die on that hill. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I trust the system. And, like, but, but one thing is, like, I trust that Trey got talent, but he's super raw. You know what I mean? He's going to learn. They're, they're, they're basically going to make him learn through the ringer. You know what I mean? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Really, the one about the they got I mean, ho Hopefully the year off was good enough. Yeah. Well, and then you know have like hope the, the year, not the year off, but the year by basically sitting down and seeing how professional yeah, works. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that yeah. running helped him a lot, man. When you got a good running game, that helps the quarterback. So. Yeah. Too. So. I don't know. I'm excited for him, man. I hope he does good things. Except against. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, hopefully, hopefully we can get up out of this, this conference, bro. The, the conference is hella top heavy, but it's just it's it's it, 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 maybe I should just say our division. You know what I mean? Because conference is top heavy. Not yeah, the AFC. AFC is deep. Yeah. And yeah, right. your division too. The division top heavy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, our division is super top heavy. I mean, like, and it, I mean, shit. I have a theory. Y'all want to hear my new theory on Baker? Is that yeah. Carolina already hates him, right? <laughs> He's already rubbing everyone the wrong way. And, like, it'll be toxic if, like, Darnold beats him out. So Baker really needs to beat him out for them. They, they can tolerate it. Because if not, then they'll move Baker, man, to Seattle. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny, Huss? That would be hilarious, right? Because I've been, but also because I've been saying that he was gonna he was gonna end up in in Seattle. And barring I was saying by by a trade, but listen, this is still you know, this is still this is my technicality. I'd be right, you know what I mean? And I think I think like because he only costs five million now. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> he only costs five million, so you might be able to get like a. And, and what is he? What did they give a fifth round? Hey, Seattle yeah. give a fifth round right now. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. yeah. And Chase said Shani hasn't had a QB who can run since RG3. It's been a while. Yeah. Yep. And look at look at the QBs. Look at the QB Shanahan has worked with since then. So he, he's you know he's had guys like uh, like uh, 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 Matt Schaub. He's had guys like um, uh, uh, Matt Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Brian Hoyer. These are all like the pocket passing guys, right? And then then he then he uh, you know what I'm saying you look at the guys like uh, Jim, uh, Jimmy also. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Who else do you have? Man, he finds ways to win with these motherfuckers, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's a hell of a coach, especially offensively, man. That dude's good. His running game. Like it's really it's cool. I mean, he got it from his he got it from his pappy. Yeah, yeah, got it from his pops. Like they yeah. still run with a fullback. So it's it's crazy because it's like, you know, that's uh that's the mark of the old school, you know what I mean? You know what? But that's one scary thing about the 49ers here. You add Trey into that, a quarterback that run. And you got to do that. Already got a hell of a game. Like that even opens up that running game more for him, you know? You can yeah, I mean, like uh, people were kind of puzzled. I mean, I for one was puzzled with the with the Ty David Ty, Ty Tyler Davis Price, doesn't it? Yeah, Davis Price. Ty Davis Price. Yeah. Yeah, Ty, I, I was a little puzzled by that because like he's he's not his own runner, you know what I mean? But then I started thinking like, oh shit, well we got him over QB, and when he had RG three. 
he would just, you know, the the you know, you would always have to keep a spy on RG three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the threat of that, it would open up the that that it would open up that middle, and they'd be right up the gut tree with with motherfucking Alfred Morris, and, and he was kind of built similar. You know, just a north south runner. I'm like, okay, that's that's probably why they got Davis Price there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because that could be, especially if you're gonna if you're gonna chew clock up or like you know grind games out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But but I, I'm still I, I'm on, I also am on record for saying I'm worried about our line. Um, you know, we lost uh, Thomason uh, uh, to the Jets. You know, there's just you know what I'm saying. Uh, man, we got some. We, we 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 got some we got some uh, some serious patchwork on yeah, that left side. Right, man. That's yeah. You definitely got to have a line. Yeah, like even uh, well, yeah, but you know what? Let's close this thing out because I'm, I'm I was gonna keep veering this up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before we get out of here, Brian, uh, let them know about the podcast where they can find you, all that good stuff. Um, just add roll with that on Twitter and just roll with that. Get it basically on any platform. Check us out. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's get up out of here. We'll see you guys on Monday. Peace out. Bye, guys.